spent a lot of time with that organization over there, a big part of your life. What's it like to play against them now at this point? I mean, it's a little different, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, you know. Should be fun. I would imagine this date has been on your calendar. You've probably been looking at it a little bit. Were you anticipating having some emotion playing against them? Uh, I mean, it just be a little weird, you know. Obviously, knowing a lot of faces over there, uh, from coaching staff, medical staff. I mean, front office and obviously the players, you know. And I mean, it's been a lot of change with the players and stuff like that. But for the most part, all the other stuff has been pretty much intact. Can you talk about the relationships that you've had over there? I mean, obviously, a lot of special ones, especially with Rafael Devers. You guys talk every day. It sounds like what, what's it going to be like to face off against him today? Hope he don't hit the homers, you know. <laughs> uh, listen, that's a dangerous guy, you know, especially when he's in that box. Uh, he's truly one of a kind, and hopefully he, he take it a little light on us because he can do damage. Did you guys get together yesterday? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So hopefully, uh, I mean, we have a couple more days here, so I don't know what all I'll do with him, but. Yeah, we'll see what happens. He said it was still your turn to pay. Did you, did you end up paying for dinner? You know what's crazy is I forgot my wallet at home, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not even I'm not even kidding. I came to the ballpark. I thought I left it here. I haven't seen my wallet in a couple of days, and yeah, and I came here and it wasn't here. So that's when I kind of start getting a little nervous because I don't know maybe I, it fell out or something somewhere. So I remember I saw him like, listen, man, like you gotta you gotta pick this up because. I don't even have a dollar, not even if I parked at a meter. I had nothing on me. Is he going to make you Venmo him or something? No, he can't do that. No, nah. nah. He, 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 he won't do that. He's, I think he's pretty nicely set up. You got nothing strange on any of your cards yet, huh? On my cards? Yeah, on your cards and your Missing wallet. Oh, no, it was actually at home, but in my backpack. Uh, oh, okay. So, so we took the bus from, from L.A. to San Diego after that game, and Probably on the bus, I just put it in my backpack so I don't it don't fall out of my, my pocket or something. So you did find it. Yeah, I found it, but I mean afterwards when I got home. Don't, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Yeah, I haven't told him that piece yet, but I told him right away like he got to pay. I think you've had some distance from from being with Boston. What does the organization mean to you? Can you describe a little bit about just being there and what it meant in your life? I mean, it's top class, you know. Uh, I've been there since I was a kid uh, for a long part of my life, as you guys said, and it's a lot of people there that helped me throughout my, my career, my pad, my baseball pad, and also in growing as a person, you know, and I'm very, very thankful for all of those people. Uh, players, as I said, front office people, whatever it is, you know, and obviously, and the fans every day that showed up and, and expected you to, to perform, and if you don't, they'll let you know. Does it help emotionally at all to be playing them for the first time here at Petco as opposed to over at Fenway, maybe? Yeah, I think I'll feel a little bit more <coughs> chill here, you know. Uh, I don't know if I'll get some booze if I go to Boston or something, but yeah, here, I mean, playing at home, uh, we got to get this, this ship rolling in the right way, so I know it's a lot of talk about me and, and these days, but I mean, we have much more important stuff to, to take care of. So is it more chill here to play here in general than it was in Boston? No, no, I mean, I don't know what type of reception I'll get if I go back, you know, I mean. But just playing here regularly, I mean. Oh, no, it's not chill. Play? It's not chill. No, I mean, we know we got to go out there and, and, and execute and, and 
we know we got to play better. The fans have been letting us know for a little bit now, so yeah, it's no, it's no chillness. I mean, it's 40 some thousand every day, you know, so, and they're on our side, so we got to go out there and play better. And until, until last spring, you just always figured you were going to be with the Red Sox for your whole career. That was a question, or? I said until last spring, oh. did you always just kind of think you'd be with the Red Sox yeah. for your whole career? Yeah, probably. I mean, I signed a deal. Uh, obviously, I had to opt out, stuff like that in my deal, but yeah, I, 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 I would have think so. I would assume so, yeah. How long did it take you to get used to the idea that uh, it wasn't going to happen? I don't know the date, but somewhere in March. Somewhere in March, yeah. So, what to do? I mean, you never know what happens at the end of the year, you know, but obviously, yeah, somewhere around that time. So you knew in spring training last year, this was your, that was your last season with the Red Sox? I wouldn't say I knew. But you had a good feeling. I mean, that's at least where the thought starts coming in of like, hey, you know, like, all right. Now you know where they're at, you know, where they're in their minds, their plans, their whatever, you know. So that's when you kind of had an, a better idea, I would say. But listen, the end, the end of the season, anything could have happened, you know. So you never know until until it really happens, you know. But the thought of it was probably in, in, in spring, yeah. Do you still keep in touch with a lot of people over there? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I didn't do them anything bad, and they haven't either. So, I mean... We're all grown ups. I mean, we're obviously playing a kids' game, but yeah, it's been it's it's been cool. You know those guys pretty well over there. I would imagine they're asking for some scouting reports. Is there any conflict Not of interest? Zero of that. <laughs> yeah, zero of that. I think I think the game is advanced enough to the point where you can go even on Google and find any type of scouting reports you want. So yeah, no, none of that. They haven't been asking any of that because obviously. You have any type of information you want at this point, if you if you want to get it. Despite the relationships and the connection you have over there, when it comes time to play ball, you get flip yeah. the switch. It is. I mean, obviously before before the game, you know, you, it's good to see the guys, talk to the guys, and stuff like that. But I mean, I won't say right at game time, but maybe an hour before game time, it's like as soon as you come back in from BP and stuff like that, like you gotta start preparing yourself for a game, you know. And, these guys have been playing really good baseball, you know, and we haven't. So, as I said, it's time we gotta we gotta turn it up. Xander, you, got, you said you kind of knew in March. Um, they traded Vasquez. They traded Vasquez at the deadline. Are you like looking back on it? Are you surprised they didn't trade you? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> if I'm surprised, uh, no, nah, because they talked to me and they were pretty straightforward about what the plans were and stuff like that. So yeah, I guess by that, I wasn't. What do you miss the most in Boston? I'll tell you, not the weather. i tell you what I don't miss. <laughs> yeah, the weather is a little tough, but um, what I do miss, obviously the fans, you know, and, 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 and it's been it's been a fun ride whenever I was there. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, as I said, they expect you to go out there and have four hits every day, you know, although it's unrealistic for that to happen, but they expect a lot of you and they want you to do well. Are you, are you baffled by the fact that as great a team as you were in 2018, you had a great season, you ran through the Astros, ran through the Dodgers, and they got rid of Mookie, got rid of you, got rid of a bunch of people from that team. 
just didn't keep it together. Yeah, I mean, everyone was a little different, you know, with contract situations. Right. I mean, Mookie, obviously, I think might have been the first one that was, because right. I think I had signed, I had signed a year before or maybe two, right, in eighteen, beginning of the year, and Mookie, I think, was going to be a free agent after the the twenty season or something like that. So, I think we're, that, that's where those type of dominoes start falling in place. You know, like they have to start making decisions. Do I think Mookie wanted to stay? Yeah, you know, but I don't I don't know any extension talks that they had on. I don't know any of that, but yeah, he was one of the he was not one of the he was the biggest piece that that was traded in, in, in my time and very surprising if you ask me. I'm not a front office person, I'm a player, so it was surprising. Have time for a couple more in English and then we'll switch to Spanish. Of the guys on the team this year in Boston who you didn't play with, the newcomers, is there somebody who has stood out to you as just either someone you really enjoy watching or someone who's surprised you or kind of? I'll probably have to go with, with Kenley. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm from Aruba. He's from Curacao. We're, we're pretty close, you know, and, and they call us like the, the mother islands. Like we're just, you know, brother island, whatever. We're just so tight, so close with each other. and. Seeing him, obviously, he's played with some big organizations. He's had a lot of success. Uh, obviously, getting his 400 save was something pretty, pretty remarkable, and he's been doing a really good job. Cora said the other day, he said, this is Devers' team, and he knows it. When you hear that, what do you, what goes through your mind? It is, you know, and, and, and I think he's just a perfect, perfect guy, perfect person for that. Uh, as I said, that's a bad man. He's... <laughs> It's very dangerous when he's up there, and obviously we know his defense is getting better every year, and he wants to improve. But it's with the baddest where you know he'll he'll make you pay big time. Xander winning two World Series with the Red Sox, obviously a team here in San Diego that has those types of goals. What did you learn throughout your time in Boston with those teams? Uh, what what was it about those teams that? you can take into this experience this season here in San Diego where you have such a, a similar ultimate goal? I think the 18 team is a little unfair to to compare. Uh, I don't remember exactly where we started, but something like 18 and I was going to say 18 and three. So that's even worse. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something you dream about, you know, but I've also been on some teams where like you have to play from behind, you know, uh, you're not always starting the way you want to, even individually as a season. You know, sometimes, like this year, I start off real well, and then I, I kind of hit a big dip. So, might not be the way that I want it to be going right now, but I know in the end it's going to be there. You know, and you just have to trust and never stop working. Working is is, is what's going to get you back on track, and having trust in, in all the other guys because this is a time whenever it's tough, you got to really stick together and don't start pointing fingers like hey, it's your fault, your fault, and your fault. You know, so. We just have to do a better job in all aspects of the game. And the team meeting we had the other day was, was a good start.